0: Hey everybody, welcome Big Pharma, a.k.a. Big Organized Crime, the latest Big Pharma crime against humanity. It's the Hidden Agenda. show today brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? well good luck with that executive properties has openings right now to get that project done in fact you can check out their google reviews austin says barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck and gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning would recommend them for any project large or small tell you what for that project you want done sooner than later Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties for your snow removal this winter. If you have any questions or comments, our phone number is 701-213-0863. 701-213-0863. Don't forget, we are now on Rumble. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, you can go there too. Uh, Before we get going here, let's do it. It's our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Did you hear about the Monk? who claims he saw the face of Jesus in his tub of margarine. Hear about this? This monk claims he saw the face of Jesus in his tub of margarine. He said, I can't believe it's not Buddha. (laughs) Can't believe it's not Buddha. All right. Screw you guys. Um, All right. A couple of things uh, I want to talk about here. Sleepy Joe's disapproval rating. 54.7%. That means his approval rating is like 39.1. In fact, the least popular American governor, uh, he's a representative, Tate Reeves of Mississippi. Uh, He's actually more popular than Biden. His approval rating is 45%. Uh, Then we talk about uh, Kamala. Uh, her heard disapproval rating 55%, even higher than uh, Sleepy Joe's, approval rating of 39%. Uh, and and um, we, we're going to talk about this a little bit today because of um, uh, big pharma, all right? Um, you know how much some of the big pharma companies made Pfizer uh, during the pandemic over $35 billion uh, just on COVID products in 2021 and 2022, they made over 35 billion. Moderna, 18 and a half billion. Um, but these companies are going to lose a lot of money now this year. Uh, in fact, I was looking it up today. Uh, one in five adults have got the latest booster, only one in five. Now, Maddie Cohen, she's the new director of the uh, CDC said last week that vaccines, masks, testing and treatment are a few tools to use to stay healthy during the holidays. She says to get the vaccine ASAP. Uh, that's what she's saying. Uh, Moderna, remember from last week, now uh, admits mRNA COVID jab causes cancer and a lot of other issues. Uh, David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. How are you
1: today, sir? Good morning, uh, John. I'm I'm well. I'm I don't have COVID. Yeah, I've yeah. had it already three times. I've had it three times. I didn't get the jab. Because I didn't want to have COVID mm-hmm. six times,
0: yeah. so uh, I, you know, I, I still can't believe it's not Buddha. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: okay. <laughs> so for those of those in the audience who never saw the commercial that you and I are familiar yeah. with, yeah. The, the thing was that they taste the margarine and they say, "I can't believe it's not butter," right? Yeah, or, yeah. I think I can't they believe named it's it not a, a margarine after that, didn't they? Can't, I can't care. believe it's not butter. Yeah, or something, something like
0: that. that. Anyway,
2: yeah. I got I, I got a runny nose. Right before Thanksgiving, and I was contemplating about locking myself in my basement for 15 days. <laughs> oh, and you would have been elected to something if you had done yeah. that. <laughs> you know, that, that's a good get a
1: good way to get elected to office: you lock yourself in the basement. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Happened with Biden. Happened with well, uh, oh, now
0: with our county commissioners, a few of them did that too during the uh, the, the the whole COVID thing.
1: And then, uh, it, yeah so what were, what was the thing what was the you, you mentioned something about Carmela? What were her uh, approval numbers
0: uh, her disapproval rating is now fifty five percent uh, joe 's disapproval rating was fifty four point seven but her disapproval rating fifty five percent her approval rating at thirty nine percent both numbers lower than
1: her boss that's that's that 's impressive considering that nobody ever really sees her doing anything yeah maybe yeah. that 's why you know i i 've heard from a couple of liberal broadcasters that if you pronounce her name wrong that's racism so if you pronounce Carmela's name improperly it's racist well i'm saying camel toe correctly aren't i you i'm saying Carmela correctly aren't i yeah yeah something like that yeah. carmella camel toe <laughs> I, whatever
2: i was just thinking i you know because i like i said i have a runny nose so i just you know blew it into a kleenex yes and if i'd been wearing a mask these last three days i could have just been blowing it into the mask the whole time yeah that's right yeah. and um and and the rest
1: of us would be healthy. Wait, the rest of us are healthy. It might, I guess you did. Wait, it might did be you, a little damp. Maybe but. you're wearing one of those. <laughs> maybe wearing one of those invisible masks. Yeah. Okay, so um, we've got some really good information today. Although I don't have, I haven't, I haven't done I, because I just learned this literally two days. Well, at the end of the day on Sunday, um, I got some information. And uh, some of it I've been able to, to verify and some of it I haven't. So I'm going to just present what I am able to verify. And then next week, if I can verify the rest of it, I will hence, the title of today's show. Okay. Um, it seems that there was a... Uh, and this is probably... I'm just going to read part of this. Whoops, hold on. It's going to be part of this. from This is an abstract that was published in uh, AACR uh, journals, which is the American, uh, American Association for Cancer Research and... This is the abstract. It's uh, now. This is from June, June fifteenth, twenty twenty two. Abstract twenty three thirteen. Uh, fenbendazole. Fenbendazole. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> induces cell cycle arrest in colorectal cancer cells in, and patient derived colon cancer organoids. So. That's pretty amazing, I think, don't you? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the abstract. Colorectal cancers, uh, cancer is one of the leading causes of cancer-related deaths. Therefore, there have been various attempts to cure the cancer by developing new, efficient anti-cancer therapy in addition to surgical uh, resection and chemotherapy. In this study, we investigated the effects of fenbendazole, an anti-helm... Helmithic drug, both colon cancer cells and patient-derived uh, colon cancer organoids. Apparently, I'll, I'll just kind of cut to the English part. It seems that there was a, uh, a researcher that was doing uh, research on cancer, colorectal cancers, and had had uh, infected these mice with cancer cells. So the mice were growing cancer the way they're supposed to. So that's what you do. I mean, I you know, it's not, it's not pleasant, but what happens in no. the research is that they infect the animal with the cancer that they're studying, and then they try various treatment methods or they examine how the cancer grows so that they can figure out better ways to eradicate it, whatever. And it seems that, um, and I think that the researchers were, and I'll probably, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce these names, I, I believe it was Kyung Sung Kang and Da Hyun Kim. Uh, I'm sure I pronounced Kim correctly. Sure, uh, sounds good. It seems like they were they they had infected these mice with cancer cells, and the cancer was growing. And then it seems like they had some type of uh, worms or lice or something like that. So the researcher, not wanting to stop the research and start over with new mice because she's already got these growing the cancer cells, treated these mice with with this 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 drug fenbendazole and the cancer went away. Wow. Yeah. that was kind of startling. <laughs> yeah. So um so they're they're yeah it says that they, they observe we first observed that treatment of fenbendazole to cancer colon cancer cells induced apoptosis within 24 hours. Which was extended for long term apoptosis is cell death. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. that is. So the cancer cells died when they were given phenbendazole.
2: So I'm assuming that that got incinerated
1: now. So <laughs> so the question is um, what are the drug companies going to do? Because you can buy a whole, I think you can buy a, uh, um, a supply of this product at like Walmart for 25, 26 wow. bucks. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to do a quick research thing. What is the commercial name for uh, this? Is why I didn't have I didn't have time mm-hmm. to do all this. It's all right. Uh, Bendazole. There we go. Trade That's name. I I got it. No, Fenbenazole. Uh, d-wormer. Yeah, Bendazole. It's a d-wormer. That's what it is. You can get. Let's see how much it costs. Let's see here. This is for your pet, Fenbendazole compound or liquid chicken flavored for dogs, cats, and horses. Hey, if you like chicken, you can get this for your dog, cat, your horse, or yourself. Anyway, $51.75 for a 100 uh, milligram uh, bottle. Wow. Uh, Sorry, 30 milliliters. It's 30 milliliters. Or, uh, Ventanique Labs also makes it for $22.00. Uh, You can get the chewable capsules, chewable little 15 chews for 32 dollars, basically two bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. So it'll be very, I'm interested, I'm curious to see what will happen uh, to these drugs if the research continues. I've been told that there's already something happening, that one of the big pharma companies is already making a move to jack up the price uh dramatically
0: oh of course on this drug sure they didn't make enough in the last three years they got to make some more right. <laughs> right
1: yeah it wasn't like covid was enough of a cash cow for them yeah so so no, they'll is, get the fda to pull it yeah right right they'll get the fda to pull it uh they, they, they also make a, a version called uh Panacur, it's equine paste 10 percent horsey wormer That'll be the only one left. And then they'll have people on TV, you know, these idiots on the on the so-called news program saying, are you going to eat horse paste to cure your cancer? You know, they'll do all that all over again. If it yeah. works, why not? <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Uh, uh, it's like course. you're
2: saying you may have a new email, David. Ah,
1: thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's behind me, so I... Okay, I'll, let me check. Let me just check. This, this is a breaking story, so we should have the breaking underline. She says, uh,
0: uh, our friend Let's checked see. with her daughter, who's a doctor, and the human form is now over $500 a pill. How about that? Yeah, just like that. Go figure, huh?
1: Wow. $500 a pill.
0: It went from $30 a bottle to 500 a pill.
1: So, what's been the excuse for years that Big Pharma has used to explain the high costs of cancer treatments and EpiPens and... Uh, and things like that. What's been their excuse? It's, oh, it, we've got so much money invested in research and development, sure. and we've got to make it back. We gotta, mm-hmm. I've, had, I've had doctors actually make that excuse to me, saying they, they've, got, they've got to make that back because they spent so much money on R&D. And, and it's not until it's been on the market for so many years that now they've recouped their costs mm-hmm. in developing the product. Well, this dewormer has been on the market for decades. Yeah. So I would think they've recouped their costs... Why is it suddenly the price is getting jacked up? Why is this allowed? That's really the question, John. You know,
0: I, I, I mean, it's, it's the same with, um, you know, an EpiPen. It's the same with um, if you've got diabetes. It's the same with all of that stuff. It costs them pennies to make, but they're just going to rape you for all they're worth. Because you
1: need it to live. Yes. Right. Can you imagine what a meal would cost, even a homemade meal from stuff you bought at the grocery stores? If farmers took that same approach. Oh, God. Hey, honey, all I get for dinner is a hot dog. Yeah, no bun. Are you kidding me? That hot dog alone is 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have been gone a long time ago. My venison
0: jerky is tasting pretty good right about they, now.
1: <laughs> they get away with it. Investing they get away the with bugs. It. Pardon me. Invest in the bug farms. Invest in the bug farms. So let's see here. Let me see if I've got anything new. Uh, like I said, this is a this is a breaking story. No, I don't. I don't. That's that's the only thing. Whoever said that they sent me an email with new information? It's not. I, it's not here. I don't. It's not in my email. It's not in my mailbox. So, so while we ponder that, it seems that life is for sale when it comes to big pharma, doesn't it? You know what's the difference between Big Pharma saying you're going to have to pay 500 bucks for a single tablet that used to be 30 bucks for a bottle of them, um, and someone from the from the mob walking to your place of business saying, "Hey, you haven't paid your insurance. It's 500 bucks." What, what do you mean insurance? Fire insurance? Oh, I've got fire insurance. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, you need yeah. our fire
2: insurance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, can I smell smoke? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not in the pharmaceutical. It's not their business to cure you. No, it's not. What is their business? To keep you on whatever you need for as long as they can. For as long as they can. Keep mm-hmm. you as
1: unhealthy as possible, preferably to, to, to produce an increasing number of problems in your body so that they can sell you an increasing number of products from their shelves. Right? That's, mm-hmm. that's how it works. How many people do you know who get on one drug to cure a problem? And then that drug causes a different problem. But it's okay because they've got another drug to take care of that problem. Then that drug causes a problem. And then they have another drug for that. Then the combination of those first two drugs causes some other problem. But they've got a drug that will take care of those symptoms, but yep. they're not treating anything. They're just yeah. masking symptoms. And then they
0: find out that the one drug you're taking doesn't mesh well with the other drug that you're yeah. taking. So then they have to figure out which drug will work with those other 19 drugs they've got you on. Yes. And then pretty soon it's like, oh, by the way, you can't have grapefruit either.
1: Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, And it turns out that if you have grapefruit, I, I talked with a guy once about the grapefruit thing. He said that uh, there was a study that was done that said that grapefruit actually cures the problem that the drug is claiming to cure, and they say you can't have grapefruit if you're on that drug, because otherwise you don't need the drug. So if you don't get the grapefruit, then the condition can persist in your body and you keep buying the drug.
0: Because I I had actually just talked to somebody yesterday um, who is on some drugs and was getting sick from them and they found out it was from grapefruit intake, but it was just from drinking Sprite. Ah. She quit drinking Sprite altogether and feels much, much better, isn't that
1: something? Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, what's really something is that um, if a natural something, let's say grapefruit cures, I don't know, uh, uh, psoriasis, just cures it. Okay. you can't patent grapefruit. It's a God made it. Sure, it's a natural substance that exists in nature. So. U.S. patent laws forbid you from patenting a natural substance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has to be something that you actually created yourself. Sure. So what they do is they try to isolate the compound or the group of compounds within grapefruit that, that that brings the curative result, and then they take that and they tweak it, they change it, they add another molecule, or they change the molecule that's in there, or they try to change the uh, the genetic components within that compound, and then they turn around and patent that and sell that but the problem is when they change it they change the efficacy of it or they change right. the safetyness of mm-hmm. it so it doesn't work as well it's not safe anymore but they can sell it to you and make a big profit
0: um, they're saying to check your email again
1: I don't know what the uh, what the numbers are I, I forget the numbers but it's something on the order of uh, half a million people a year that die from properly pres- not not bad prescription not people that take the drugs in the wrong quantity but properly prescribed pharmaceuticals kill I think it's like a half a million wow. people a wow. year. Marie oh.
0: Stewart says I think grapefruit is wonderful. I do too. It, is, uh, it just yeah, doesn't it, jive with certain prescription drugs, I guess. It is wonderful.
1: Yeah. No, so I checked my uh, I checked my email again and it's no it's you know, it's, this, it's the thank you so much uh, for the alert but it's the same email that I had the last time. So it's the exact same thing from AACR journal. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Nope, nope. Nothing new. Thank you. So if there's a way, oh, here we go. Healthline.com. Here we go. Okay, this is new. Thank you. And so this is from from, uh, Healthline.com, medically reviewed by Ami Patel Pharma D BCPS, and by Rashida Rua on November 9th of this year. She's an RN. Antiparasitic drugs such as uh, fenbendazole have caught the attention of researchers studying pancreatic cancer. Oh, now this is pancreatic cancer, so already we've got a problem because the first article, the one that was published in the uh, Cancer Research Journal, said that they were studying colorectal cancer. And this one says that it's, but maybe it was, maybe it happened with both. Here's what it says: Fenbendazole is a broad spectrum um, anthelmintic medication primarily used in veterinary medicine to treat animal gastrointestinal parasites. It belongs to the uh, the. Benzimidazole class of medications and is effective against various parasites, including roundworms, roundworms, hookworms, whipworms, and certain animal tapeworms. While fenbendazole was initially formulated for veterinary use, preliminary research suggests that fenbendazole may exhibit cancer cell may inhibit cancer cell growth and induce cancer cell death through various mechanisms, such as disruption of microtubule formation and inhibition and inhibition of glucose uptake, excuse me, and glucose uptake is required for cancers to grow. So if they can inhibit that, the cancer will stop growing and eventually die. But the use of fenbendazole for pancreatic cancer is still experimental, and more studies are still needed to determine its success success and safety in humans. So uh, then it goes on to talk about the research uh, that they have done up to this point. They talk about a study that was done uh, in 19, uh, 2022, <clears throat> oh yeah, that's the one. 2022 highlight, highlighted the potential mebendazole uh, um, in combination with a targeted therapy drug regorafenib, I'm reading this for the first time, sorry, uh, for treating advanced colorectal cancer. So that was the mouse study with the colorectal cancer. Okay. Although this study focused on colorectal cancer, the, the findings suggest that Mabendazole's anti-cancer activity extends to other types of cancer, including pancreatic cancer. And if that's true, that would be phenomenal. That would be a phenomenal discovery because pancreatic cancer is one of the most virulent and difficult cancers to treat. I mean, if you get a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer, your chances are— Pretty much done. yeah. Yeah. I had a very good friend of mine died from pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Uh, I wish that we'd known about this back then. So they're doing cancer clinical trials. Uh, they're ongoing clinical trials, specifically investigating the use of this for cancer treatment. But what I wanted to talk about today is, is the fact that, that, like you said, Paul, and like you said, John, big pharma is not interested in healing people. No. They're interested in raking in, yep. I mean, perverse amounts of money. And if they find out that something actually does cure someone, they they want only the the really wealthy people to be able to get it. Where's the outrage over that? Where's MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN doing the report on this? Yeah, right. What about Fox? You know why they don't report on Big Pharma? Because roughly half of their income stream is from Big Pharma. Sure. Mm -hmm. And every every radio... Yeah. Pardon me?
0: every radio, every, every media source, uh, they're still running ads for the, the pandemic, you know for the, for the, the co- COVID vaccine. for the vaccine and, and, and all that stuff, uh, it's
1: ridiculous. Yeah, and when we tried to buy airtime on a local radio station to run the warning by uh, Robert Malone mm-hmm. about how do not, do not give this shot to your children because all it can do is harm them. He essentially said that. The, the risk-benefit ratio is that it's not even close. It's just, it does harm. Don't do it. And, and they, they would not take our money. They refuse to run it. Why? It's not our job to raise other people's kids. That's exactly what I was told. Well, nobody here is local anymore.
0: I mean, uh, the one media company on the south end, I happen to be listening to them, their sports the other day. Don't yes. even mention a thing about any Grand Forks teams, high school teams, nothing. Uh, I happen to read our whatever part-time paper this weekend, four major stories in the sports, One of them had to do with Graham Forks. One of them was actually written by a Herald writer. The other ones had nothing to do with here. Nothing to do with here. I don't care... About a Bison football player's dad having to make a trip from wherever to come and watch him play, do you really think we give a rat's ass? This is UND country here, folks. Anyway, <laughs> got that off my back.
1: So, so now that that's we are local, back, let me just ask do you: Does does GFBS and excuse me for for the ignorance, but does GFBS cover local sports?
0: Uh, we do every morning. Yes, yes. Every in our morning. news, in our news, we go as, through as much as I
1: possibly can find. Thursday nights also. And Thursday, Thursday nice. nights
0: we have the yep, Fork Sports Highway Show. Great show.
1: Wait, I wonder what would happen if uh, because have you called sports games? Yes. Uh, in your career. In fact, yeah. I start again tonight. You start again tonight? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Can you tell me what the what the event is?
0: Uh, I'll be doing Grand Forks Central Hockey tonight.
1: Okay. Yep. yep. For on fourteen forty a.m. the fan. Uh for the mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. So, so it'd be cool. I mean, this is way off topic, but it'd be cool if 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 GF could GFBS could run those. Oh, it'd be really cool, so but it'd well. be about impossible to do. So, Would is it?
2: it still called the Grand Forks Herald, or is it just the Herald? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Probably have to grab herald. one back there, and you'd be able to tell it. But I think it's—I don't that's know.
2: a Good question. Because I mean, why are they reporting on the bison? Well, because
0: <laughs> it's it's Forum Communications, which is, Fargo, which is Fargo, which owned, yeah, yeah. We've got all these great writers here. Yep. Grand Grand
1: Forks, Forks Herald. Grand yep. Forks in tiny letters. Herald yeah. in big letters.
0: Yeah, we've got all these. I think incredible sports writers that work for, these, for this company, I yeah. really think they are good. But they don't let them write anything. I, I mean, they don't let them write anything. It's, it's just sad. It's yeah, really that, sad. It
1: really is. So it, what's funny is that Grand Forks is in very tiny letters uh, mm-hmm. on their logo. Herald is big letters. But if you look at the logo, on your, even on your hat, John, yeah. Grand Forks really stands out. <laughs> Best source is actually smaller. So, yeah, but the focus here is on Grand Forks, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a Grand Forks uh, media company. So, uh, yeah, so that's why more people need to tune in. Tell all your friends and family members to like, share, tag, and follow. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that's not my line. That's, that's <laughs> your line uh, at the end of the show. But it, it, it bears repeating. So um, so is there, will there be outrage? Will there be people... Uh, crying out to their legislators saying hey stop this nonsense don't uh, don't let big pharma jack up the price by you know 200 times on a product that that they're already selling that they've already they're they're already making a profit from they've already done the research on and now it turns out that it's good for something else that would save people's lives Mm -hmm. I, i do believe that there should be legislation preventing them from doing that because that's that's like extortion really Yep. Give us the money or we'll kill you. Uh, give us the money or the disease that you have that's curable by what we have will kill you. Um so you're on a boat, you're out, you're out uh, you know with with some friends, you're on a boat, have a little bit too much to drink and if, or or you're just careless and you slip off the side of the boat, you're in the water, you can't swim and the guy grabs the life preserver with a rope attached to it and he stands there at the corner, and he says 2000 bucks I'll I'll throw it to you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Two thousand bucks. Come on, come up, come up with it. Hand me your card. I'll swipe it on my thing. Right? What? Co- I mean, who? If if that happened, what would happen to the guy with the life raft? If if the guy at the life raft said two thousand bucks and I'll throw the preserver, the life preserver, and the guy didn't give it to him and he drowned, what? Would there be charges brought against the guy on the boat with the life preserver who didn't throw it to him? Yeah, there probably would there be. Sure, would mm-hmm. be. You better believe it. I would I charge. Know. If I was if I was the family of that guy, even if it wasn't uh if he wasn't charged in criminal court, I would absolutely charge him in civil court. I'd say he was standing right there. Sure. He knew that my family member was drowning. He had the means to save him by just throwing the stupid life raft, and he said, "I'll sell you the the life preserver. I'll sell the preserver for 2000
2: bucks." Well, I I think uh, another way to put it, too, is that you'd actually throw him the life preserver, but he would say, I'm not going to pull you in unless (laughs) you give me the (laughs) $2,000. And if for some reason... Uh, the life preserver doesn't work and it's got a disclaimer on it saying that it's not the guy on the raft's fault.
1: Well yeah so you're out in the middle of shark infested waters, you throw the life preserver and then you keep moving the boat farther away from him as he tries to swim to, to get to catch on saying, Oh, if you want to get back in the boat, two thousand uh, bucks. That's why I was referring to, to, you, to you know yeah.
2: hospitals and insurance bills. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. So boy do we have problems in America. But you know what? The, it's sad to say they're nothing compared to the problems in the Middle East right now. Um, you know what's stunning to me? There are women's organizations in the world who have witnessed and watched on video the atrocities committed by Hamas in Israel against women, young women, and girls. And their response has been, crickets. You're nothing. You're nothing about it whatsoever, nothing. I made a mistake today, <clears throat> just, just to put things in perspective, because that's still an issue. What did they just release, 23 hostages? Yeah. 23 out of 250. Mm-hmm.
2: And what did Israel give them?
1: Yeah. Terrorists. Uh, Terrorists, right, yep, yep. Who, were, who, who were not hostages, by the way. I want to make this clear, because some people say, oh, it's a hostage exchange. It no. is not a hostage exchange. It's hostages for prisoners. Hostages for prisoners who were, pri- who were in prison because they were criminals.
0: Yep. And there was, it was
1: like a two-to-one ratio, too. Three-to-one. Three-to-one. It was a yeah. three-to-one ratio. Okay. So we'll give you 50 hostages for 150 prisoners. People who committed crimes in Israel were arrested, tried, and sentenced, and jailed. So they're in jail for committing crimes. The women and children who are being held hostage by Hamas, they're hostages because they're Jewish. Yep. Period. Not because they did anything wrong. They're just Jewish. So, um, it's, uh, so after we do this thing about the... Uh, because I don't want to ruin anybody's appetite. I think we need to hear something about... Uh, some good baked goods here oh
0: boy you know there is nothing better than treating yourself to some awesome homemade baked goods uh go to over heaven's cakes right on the north back side of the grand Cities mall here telling you what you're gonna find the best cupcakes and cakes doesn't matter if it's a special occasion maybe you just got the munchies all right walk in to find out more but i'm warning you you're not going to want to leave over Heaven's Cakes are on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4. Saturday is 9 to noon. You can call them, 701-757-CAKE, or you can go to Oh, Heaven's Cakes at Yahoo.com. You know what? Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. You want some of this good stuff for Christmas, get a hold of them now. Over for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Big Pharma, a.k.a. Big Organized Crime, the latest Big Pharma Crime Against Humanity. It is the Hidden Agenda. Welcome, everybody. Myself, David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, and, of course, Paul, the producer,
1: all standing by. So, John, this, uh, this condition, it, can, it continues. Can you imagine, John, just think for a minute, John and Paul, if it was your wife who is being held hostage by these animals? And they're animals. I mean, don't oh, yeah. get me wrong. These are not human beings, really. No, they're animals.
0: It's not true war either. I mean, no, there not. are
1: rules to war. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, you're exactly right. There's an article about this. Uh, it says Hamas targeted Israeli women with rape and unspeakable atrocities. Israelis Israeli experts on rape and sexual abuse have documented Hamas's sex crimes during its October 7th attack and denounced the world's silence. Now, they, they say sex crimes, r- just just for clarity's sake, rape is not sex. Rape is violence. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So if I kick you in the head, that's violence, isn't it? Sure. If I kick you in the genitals, is that sex because it involves nope. sex organs? No. Nope. No, it's violence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is violence. These aren't sex crimes these this is it's pure sure unadulterated violence against women and children and the fact that they uh committed these heinous acts i'll tell you what i i read this whole article there were certain sections of it john that i i couldn't read because it was so stomach churning it was so impossible even to imagine what these women and children girls were subjected to by these these demons i mean these these people have got to be demon possessed to burn a baby alive to um, to have sex with a corpse that 's been decapitated yeah that's that's that 's beyond barbaric uh, and 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 where where is it in the in the media who 's talking about other than the epic times who 's talking about mm-hmm. it? nobody it 's still going on it, it, there are, so here's, here's one of the problems. Um, experts have gathered extensive evidence from eyewitness testimony, police investigations, medical examiners, first responders, doctors, Hamas's own videos broadcast on social media, videos from survivors, news reports, the interrogation of captured Hamas terrorists, and forensic evidence gathered by hospitals, morgues, uh, and at crime scenes. We're not talking about speculation here. We're talking about massive volumes of car, hard cold evidence that this happened and is most likely still happening with the hostages, right? Yeah. The investigation continues according to go into the event moderator, Dr. Elizabeth Goffberg, a Harvard medical school professor. Investigators are still uncovering and documenting the many atrocities that took place. Uh, the event, this event, this the, this thing that they had with with these professionals was streamed to a crowd of about twenty three hundred people, and the recording's been made available online. Sixteen hundred views. It's 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 gut wrenchingly horrible. I, I mean, it's the things that they did to these girls. I, John, I don't care what you've heard or seen in your lifetime, you would have nightmares. Mm-hmm if you knew what they did. I mean, there's no moral equivalence to anything that Israel is doing right now in trying to wipe out Hamas compared to what Hamas did to these women and children. Um, <clears throat> United Nations, in their initial statement, were quick to equate Israeli subsequent bombing of Gaza with the Hamas attack, according to Ruth Halpern. Uh, Kadari, an international law expert and former member of the UN Committee on the Elimination of Discrimination Against Women. What's striking about the UN Women's Statement on October 13th, she said, is the complete silence about the actual atrocities committed during October 7th. They failed to name Hamas. They did not mention war crimes, crimes against humanity, no word about sexual violence committed against women and girls. As the story went to press, there was no mention on the, uh, on the UN Women's website of Hamas's October 7th attack, but numerous news reports and press releases of Israel's counterattack against Gaza and its effect on women and girls. Yeah, so they'll talk all about how Israel's counterattack affected women and girls, but nothing, not a word about what Hamas did to the women and girls just because they were Jewish.
2: The other thing too that i uh some of these news reporters were saying is they weren't referring to them as uh hostages they, they were referring to them as lost the the Israeli hostages you know the women and children right no right, right. the the lost women and children
1: well they might be yeah I mean if they don't get out um here's an interesting quote uh Ms. Halpern Kadari said, never did I imagine that when faced with such undeniable atrocities, the very purpose for which they have been established to protect women from these atrocities to prevent them. I never imagined that they would actually resort to no to to not acknowledging that at all. Uh, so, so here's what she said. Um, they got clear that people who did this, the, the um, Hamas, what do you call them, members of Hamas, they got, here's a quote, they got clear, direct instructions to go for women, to go for children, to be as cruel as they wish. And they followed those directions. Mm. They followed those directions. I, John, on, on your worst day, I really, I truly don't believe that you could come up with something as evil and cruel and barbaric as the things that these men did. No. To these women and girls. Because we, we just can't, we can't even ima- I mean, we just can't imagine that.
0: No, it'd be nice to round them all up. Uh, drop them off in a small town somewhere up in northwest Minnesota or up here in uh, North Dakota. Make sure it's nice and cold out. And uh, drop them off with a group of deer hunters. And let's just see how much fun we can have.
1: You know, that that's a actually, great idea. Th- here's the thing. That would be incredibly humane compared to what they did to yeah, these, these yeah. women and girls. Um, I'm not going to read what they did, but the executive director of the Association of Rape Crisis Centers in Israel said rape survivors often take a long time years or even decades uh, to talk about what happened to them. You know, just like in, you know, you talk to guys that went to war mm-hmm. and saw horrible things and they come back, and everybody thinks that they want to hear the stories, yeah. they don't want to talk about it. No. In fact, they, they don't talk mm-hmm. about it. They don't talk about it because it's so horrible. Even if it's, I mean, now we're talking about men observing things happening in war to someone else, right? and they don't want to talk about it. Yeah, It may be men talking about things that they were forced to do in the process of the war itself, the battle, and they don't want to talk about it. But imagine if this was something that was done to you, something that was done, violence against you, that involved sexual violence against you personally, and you were absolutely powerless to stop it. One of the things that this article points out is that not only was it sexual violence, but it was designed to humiliate the victims. Well, sure so they're being molested they're being um not just defiled they're being mutilated while they live in front of their families for the purpose of of, of creating mental and emotional anguish of the family what, what could be worse than you being forced to watch your wife or your children tortured and mutilated in front of you, and you can't do anything about it. That's what happened in right, Gaza. Right, right. That's what they did. Here's what, here's what she says. Rape survivors often take a long time, years, or even decades to talk about what happened to them. Those demanding firsthand accounts now as evidence won't get it. Underreporting will be very, very big, she said. The calls that the rape crisis centers take often feature the crisis worker picking up the phone only to hear silence at the other end. As the victim can't yet talk about it, Dr. Devora Bauman, director of the Hadassah Medical Organization's Bat Ami Center for Victims of Sexual Abuse in Jerusalem, discussed the rape, discussed rape as a woman of war, as a weapon of war. There are accounts going back as far as the Trojan War, when a Greek commander had ordered his men after they had won to rape the women of Troy. "Quote: We have a lot of explanations why it's so important. and Of course, it's humiliation." She said, "And a woman is the symbol of safeness of somebody who keeps the home while the husband's in battle. Right? And not hurting and hurting the woman means nothing anymore is safe." Yeah. The women represent the nation's continuity, according to Dr. Bauman. Once you rule out the women, you exclude the nation. There is no nation anymore. It is a nation. It is the nation of the ruler. She said. Many soldiers. Anyway. Um, So here's what one of the, here's what uh, an interrogator said when I asked, why did you take women? One terrorist answered, to have our way with them, to dirty them, to rape them. Another terrorist confirmed that the actions included beheading people and having sex with dead bodies, including young women. And it gets just much, much, much worse from there. So what's Israel's response? Here it is. Here is Israel's response This is a photo taken uh, from the border between Gaza, uh, Israel and Gaza, showing—and actually, Gaza is in Israel. Mm -hmm. Gaza used to be part of Israel, and it should be, again, part of Israel. And hopefully, when this is all over, Gaza will once again be considered Israel. These are the leaflets that—all those little specks, those aren't stars. It's not smoke. Those are leaflets being dropped. By the Israeli army over Gaza City telling people to evacuate the area amid the ongoing battles between Israel and the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas. Uh, this particular picture was taken November 16th. I can't remember how many how many how many warnings did Hamas send to the people just outside of Gaza to get the women and children out so that their soldiers wouldn't rape and torture and murder them? How many How many warnings did they send? I don't think they did. They didn't. No. None. It was a complete surprise attack. The goal was to create such shock, uh, such shock in a a civilized country, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Israel, that the people would be completely demoralized when they saw the evil that was being done to their women and children. That was the goal. And it was planned out for over a year in advance. Over a year in advance, they they sat around and they talked about what's the most evil thing that we can do uh, to destroy these people. So, So Hamas commits this brutality against Israel. Israel responds by dropping leaflets for the civilians. Israel's goal is continually we want to kill the terrorists we want to kill the bad guys the ones that are doing this bad stuff we want to avoid killing women and children we know that that, that there will be collateral damage we know that there will be innocents who die in the process of this war sure. but our goal is to have as few innocent deaths as possible if they could have no innocent death they would but they know that it's just a it's an impossibility <clears throat> yeah. they can't possibly get everybody out that that wasn't fighting against them. Hamas's goal on the other hand is to have as many civilian casualties as possible so they can turn around and blame Israel for killing innocent women and children, which is exactly what they do. And the UN hops right on board and they parrot that message and they send it around the world and it creates anti-Semitism. And they ignore the atrocities committed by by Hamas against the Israelis. So it's a little bit like you know, when my mother was little, you don't get to ch- pick your, your neighbors, right? <laughs> you move into a neighborhood, whoever the neighbors are, that's who they are. And uh, so she was playing with some of the neighborhood girls. And she said there was this, there was this, this one family. They had two girls, a younger and an older sister. And uh, <clears throat> she said the mother so favored the older sister and ignored the younger sister she said it was it was it was mind-boggling to her the, the younger girl was always getting trouble even for stuff that she didn't do the older sister was able to get away with anything and so here's the example that she gave now I, I think that this that this presents a, a good illustration a good visual for the difference between hamas and israel at one point they were climbing trees <clears throat> And the younger sister had grabbed onto a branch and had lowered herself down. So she's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, three, four feet above the ground, too far to to drop down. But she could have climbed back up, you know, pulled herself back up. So she's hanging from this branch. Her older sister climbed onto the branch and and stood on her fingers as she's holding onto the branch. (laughs) The young girl... Starts yelling and screaming. Ow, get off, get off my hands, get off my hands. The mother hears the screaming, comes outside. What do you think she does? What do you think she does? Yelled at her for screaming. She yells at the mm-hmm. girl for screaming. Yeah. Tells her to shut up. Stop making all this racket. You can, she can see the older sister standing on her fingers. Yeah. And she says nothing.
0: That uh, yeah. happened in my family. My grandmother... Um, she had a favorite of her three boys mm. and uh, the one that should have went to war didn't because of her and the other one did. So it wow. was, yeah. Uh, so
1: she somehow kept the, yeah. the yeah. one that she favored mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. going to war.
0: Yep. And out of the 93 people I think it was in that company, two came home and he was one oh. of them. He was one? One, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, praise God for that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I know how that favorite Thing goes. So you know? in this
1: scenario, it would be Israel is the one whose fingers are being stood on mm-hmm. by Hamas, who's sure. the one that's standing, stomping on the fingers. Yep. And the mother calling out of the house to stop that racket. That's the UN. Yeah. That's the UN. So uh so what do we do? How do we respond? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you've got a business, if you've got a social media platform, if you've got any way of publishing uh, uh, content for the rest of the world to see, um, there's a group that's that's requesting that you show your support for Israel by just putting a little blue square up on the top corner of your feed, of Mm. your program, of whatever it is, showing that you stand with Israel. Just a little blue square. Israel's colors are blue and white. Mm And so that little blue square will tell people, you know, like, like my little, it's not a little blue square, but here's my version. I'll put this on our website, actually, uh, when I get back. Israel has the right to exist, defend herself and live on her land. Stand for peace, stand with Israel. That's my thing. Okay. So there we go. And uh, Biden, by the way, is not standing with Israel. I guarantee if President Trump was in office right now, I don't think Hamas would even have done it. No, they wouldn't have.
0: No. I'm 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 confident. confident. Wouldn't, I'm confident there wouldn't be any wars going on in the world right now. <laughs> right. I, I'm very confident there wouldn't be. I think you're
1: right. And if Hamas did do it anyway, the response would be immediate yes. from the United States. We would be there taking names and numbers mm-hmm. and calling them out. I mean, it would be it be it be over for those guys. Yes. Uh, we 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 would employ our drones. We we be we be having drone strikes on the Hamas terrorists. You know we have this ability. Uh, Trump already did it. He took out what's his name Al Hamadi. What was the guy uh, the the terrorist who already killed yeah. hundreds of American yeah. s- uh, soldiers? And he hit him with uh, they call it. I think they call it the scimitar or something. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 sword. The the missile of swords. I can't remember what it's called. But it's basically a missile that uh that that targets a specific the whoever the target is mm-hmm. and then just before it makes impact it all these these blades shoot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So and annihilates anything them yeah. completely. Without collateral damage. I mean unless there's somebody else sitting right next to him. And he got him when he was in his, his vehicle. Yeah. And just took him out. Just like um, that.
2: So uh Marie says uh I don't know who uh, Bibis. I don't even know if I'm saying that. Uh, Bibis' speech to the UN a week prior to the Bibi's speech. Mm-hmm.
1: That would be that be uh, uh, President Netanyahu. That Prime Minister oh. Netanyahu's uh, name is Bibi. Oh, his,
2: okay. Yeah. So that's Netanyahu.
1: Okay, speech. No, I did not.
2: David, I'm looking at for a, a Hellfire missile. I'm seeing Hellfire R9.
1: Hellfire R9X being the name of that. Missile. R9, R9X. The yep.
2: Hellfire R9X? For the Ninja missile.
1: Yep. Ninja missile. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. Uh, that was, uh, I think, is that a Raytheon product?
2: Uh, I'll look into it I'm here.
1: not sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. Everything that we need to know is uh, at, at our fingertips, thanks to the efforts of Dean here. Uh, no, I did not see his speech. I did not see his speech.
2: It kind of reminds me of uh, the first Iron Man movie because if you remember in the first Iron Man, he goes into whatever war zone. And that's the whole reason he de- decides to become Iron Man because he sees that all the weapons that they are using say, prop, uh, start property on him. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so that's very interesting because it's interesting because the little town that he went in, Golmira, I think in, in the movie Iron Man, it was Golmira. He goes in to save these people from these really evil... Um, terrorists Muslims but they were they were actually attacking and, and brutalizing their own people there was other Arab Muslims so it's very interesting I think that Iron Man was the last movie produced in the United States that showed uh, Arab Muslims as the bad guys they, are, they also were the innocents mm-hmm. who he went to protect in Golmira um but uh i don't think they've ever been portrayed as bad guys since that movie which is very interesting yeah. it's very interesting especially considering that in in china who is china is one of the, the ccp is one of the primary funders of of uh, hollywood today and china uh, has an all-out war against muslims in china if you don't basically if you don't worry worship xi jinping you're in trouble mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> worship anybody has god other than xi jinping and uh they can round you up and do whatever they want to you because they have no rights in china just like they want to do in america yeah yeah so yes interesting times interesting times that we live in uh by the way there was a uh, there was a a recent this is just a little 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 snippet um Pro-Chinese Communist Party members assaulted at least 40 protesters in San Francisco um, during an APEC uh, event. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can just do this quickly. Um, um, Continue A1, A1, go to A1. Yeah, at least 40 anti-Chinese communist protesters were subject to physical attacks during last year, the last week's three-day Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation economic leaders' meetings in San Francisco that were attended by Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Eyewitnesses say Chen Chongcheng, executive director of the Chinese Demo- Democracy Party National Committee in New York, said he saw three individuals. He personally saw three individuals being assaulted while leaving the protest site. Two were left uh, injured while one of them needed emergency room attention. Yeah, the CCP comes in and they, you, 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 even in the United States, in the United States of America, people protesting against the Chinese Communist Party and they have goons there mm-hmm. to attack them yeah. and hurt them. Can you imagine if, if while he was in San Francisco, if President Trump was in office, Well, I mean, he he's trying to be friends with him. He's trying to you know get along with him so that he can yeah yeah so he can get him to do what he wants him to do.
2: (laughs) Well, I saw an interesting uh, statistic that somebody put up, and the amount of money that we've given to uh, Ukraine, we could have built eight border walls. Oh, and and right now uh, it's a big topic because over in I think it's Ireland. They got, they had a, a bunch of, uh, I don't know if it was stabbings or something, but it was from illegal immigrants that were in there. And then Conor McGregor, he got uh, in trouble from their government because he tweeted out, said, this is your fault because you just willy-nilly let people from out of this country come in here. And, yeah, so I have a feeling that we're going to be seeing the same thing here pretty soon. Alejandro
1: Mayorkas, who is the head of Department of Homeland Security, actually ordered in one town to weld the gates open so that the illegals could just flow through unimpeded. Weld them open. He's the head of Department of Homeland Security. Now, what he's doing is bad enough. I've got a friend in in, in Department of Homeland Security. He's been there for, for decades. And I asked him about his boss. He said, I said, well, how come that guy hasn't been fired? He said, well, that... That requires the House. House of Representatives is the only one that can fire him because he's a federal employee. So if Congress will fire him, he'll be fired. So this just in, the House of Representatives have voted against advancing a resolution to impeach Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on November 13th. Voted against it. Going mm-hmm. to impeach him?
0: Well, the Democrats aren't going to
1: putting a putting the brakes on right. Putting the brakes on Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. By the way, one of the one of the few true American patriots in Washington D.C. is Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she's the one that was trying to get him um, impeached. Her effort to challenge the official that oversees the Biden administration's handling of the Board of Democrat motion sought to send the resolution back to the Homeland Security Committee, which is conducting its own investiga- investigation into Mayorkas. Eight Republicans joined Democrats who approved the motion on a 209 to 201 vote. Eight rhinos, Repub- eight, Repu- eight, eight socialists who run as Democrats, who run as Republicans, joined the Democrats to approve the motion to send it back and to not not mm. not impeach him. Uh, here's some good news. Let's end with some good news. Congress just released the first batch of January 6th footage to the public. To the public. It went first to Fox. It went first to uh, Tucker Carlson while he was still at Fox. Mm-hmm. Then they released a little bit more to Epoch Times and Newsmax. And now it's been released to the public. Speaker uh, Mike Johnson... Who I'm still... You know, I thought I was so excited when he was first elected as Speaker of the House. I was too. But now he's... Yeah, he's... What's going on, John? Yeah. I don't know. They just all want to see our country fail. Sure seems that way, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I still trust Marjorie Taylor Greene. I really do trust her. I still trust Ted Cruz. I think both of those people are patriots. I think that... uh, I think there are a few others... But it turns out more than 40,000 hours of security videos uh, taken at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th is being made public on a dedicated website starting immediately with more to be released gradually in the coming months, uh, according to House Speaker Mike Johnson. And um, that will be good. It says they've already posted 90 hours of Capitol Police security video in the online viewing room. Initial release includes footage that was previously provided to various news media outlets. And uh, some of the security footage will be withheld if it's deemed security sensitive. Yeah. Uh,
0: Meaning if they show a cop opening the gate and letting people in, it's security sensitive.
1: Mm, Pulling up the barriers and letting people flood on in. Say, yeah, come on in. You can Mm. come in now. And then we're going to arrest you later and put you in jail. Because you went through the area that was barricaded until we removed the barricade so you could get through. Oh, that'll never happen in the United States. Yes, it already happened in the United States. Mm. Already happened. So, uh, so it'll be good to see because people will start finding out what really happened on January 6th. I mean, Epic Times already did a documentary on that, what really happened January 6th. They said it might have to be a two parter. Um, and this could be good. Senator Mike Lee from Utah is calling for uh, the, the House's January 6th committee to be investigated.
2: Oh. Excellent. So,
1: yes. So the January 6th committee is going to be investigated by another committee to see if they engaged in wrongdoing. Gee, do you think? So there's that. Senator Lee, January 6th. Remember the insurrection? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Marie's saying, uh, (laughs) boy, Uh, APAC-funded Republicans. I assume Mike Johnson said Israel first. My first move will be to find Israel more theater i agree will be to what to find israel
1: it's theatrics I think is what she's what what does what, what does that mean my first move is to find israel well he probably has no clue fund fund, fund. That's oh what it, fund
0: yeah. <laughs> there we oh. go <laughs> to fund israel yeah. that's what i figured okay
1: Yeah, you know, we give uh, Israel, I don't remember the the exact number anymore, but we give Israel millions of dollars every year uh, to support their uh, defense of their own country. And you hear people like, uh, I mean, and look, he's a businessman, right? He's not a politician, um, but um, uh, Mr. Ramaswamy uh, has said, yeah, we need to cut, we need to stop funding Israel. We need to stop giving them free money. Do you know what Israel does for the United States in the Middle East? We we've got multiple national interests at oh, sure. stake in the Middle East that Israel protects for us. We give them money to defend themselves to you know support mm-hmm. their their military, their mm-hmm. security. Do you know what would happen if we stopped funding Israel and they stopped providing security for us? The cost to the American taxpayer to to provide our own security in those places would be minimum five times more than we're giving to Israel, who's wow. providing the security for us right now. So, you know, we, we hear these things on the news and people say, oh, that's just bad. We shouldn't do that. No, we're getting more than our money's worth yeah. by supporting Israel and uh, Israel's secure Israeli security. And we need to keep doing In fact, I think we should do it more. Um, I don't understand this Jew hatred. I really don't. I don't understand the anti-Semitism that is erupting all over the world, uh, and people that are trying to accuse. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like what happens in some of those Arab cities where a girl gets raped. You know, she's she's going to the market or something, and some guy sees her alone, and she ra- and they rape her, and so then the punishment is not given to the guy that raped her. The punishment is given to the girl for disgracing her family mm-hmm. by being raped yep. by some guy. And so the punishment is now she's going to be gang raped by every guy in the, in, in the village. I'm not making that up, John.
0: No, I know you're that not.
1: That actually happens over I there. I know. So this anti-Semitism, this, this whole from the river to the sea, you know, that is a not just anti-Semitic, that is a, um, that's a genocidal chant. Because they're basically saying we want to kill every Jew from the river to the sea. Mm-hmm. That's what that means.
2: There's actually been a lot of like those. I think they're kind of like the TikTok videos of uh, people that go on college campuses and they quiz people. Like sometimes they'll say, you know, they'll claim that they're Trump quotes, but they're actually Biden quotes. Oh, yeah. But uh, there was one going around, and uh, all these college kids that are saying from the river to the sea. And the guy is asking, which river, which sea? <laughs> and they don't know. They have no idea. And so, I mean, that's how, that's how ignorant wow. they are to this. Yeah. That's pretty ignorant. Yeah. I wonder
1: what they would say if they said, oh, so you don't know which river and you don't know which sea. Which people? I mean, what's it talk? what does that mean, from the river to the sea? Yeah. I bet they wouldn't be able to answer that question either. No,
2: they, no, they have no idea. So yeah,
1: But clueless but, Americans.
2: <laughs> Seemed to
1: seem to, to rule the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's you know what? Here's the really the really scary thing is this God said very clearly to Abraham, he who blesses you, I will bless, and he who curses you, I will curse. And he was referring to the nation of Israel. Mm. So whether they recognize Jesus as the Messiah or not, and right now they don't, the Bible says that a day is coming when they will. The Bible says, John, that a day is coming. When every Jew in the world, all Israel, will look, it says, will look on him whom they have pierced and will mourn as one mourns over an only child. And thus, this is the Apostle Paul writing, and thus all Israel will be saved. All Israel will recognize, oh, wow, he was the Messiah, (laughs) and they'll believe. And at that point, all Israel will be saved. But every single one of us is going to stand before God someday in judgment. Yeah. And if you were hostile to his chosen people, that's not going to go well for you. I'm just warning you in advance. If you're hostile to his chosen people, that's not going to go well for you.
2: Right. We'll end on another happy note for you. I'm on half of season two of Chosen. Nice. Half of season two. Yep. Right. So what do you think so far? That's good. It's really good. It's well done, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the chosen. That's you. You can watch it for free on on. So you just go on Google. It's on the, or go to Angel Studios, yep. and then you can just choose to watch the chosen. They're, it's also
2: on uh, Prime Video for free.
1: Oh, really? It's on Prime now.
2: Yep. Interesting.
1: Cool. I've got a, a good friend who lives in Arizona, and uh, I told him about it. He watched a couple episodes online. Then he bought the whole DVD set. You know, all three episodes. He watches. He takes care of his, his elderly mother, and uh, and they just she loves it she just and so they watch it. He said, "Yep, we're now on uh we're on our f- I think this is the last time we talked to he was like we're on our f- fifth go around of season 2." <laughs> 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 they real it's a very well done show. And it basically uh, shows the life of Jesus and the apostles, and it does it in a way that's uh um it's very interesting. It makes it seem pretty contemporary but also from that time. And and uh and it's a good, it's a good show. I would, I would, I would really recommend that people watch that if they want to know. It's well done. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, thank you. My pleasure for coming thank you, in, John. Uh, Hidden agenda, by the way, today brought to you by Churchill Shoes. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand City's Mall. All right, and again, thank you very much, David Waterman and Paul the producer, for coming on Hidden Agenda today. Big Pharma, a.k.a. Big Organized Crime the latest Big Pharma Crime Against Humanity. Thank you, Marie Stewart. You have yourself a good day today, too. Uh, City Chatters coming up today at 1 o'clock, everybody. Hockey tomorrow, okay? Now, I'm not quite sure yet which coach is coming in. We haven't got the East Grand Forks uh, coaches in yet. We're going to have the boys team. One of the coaches should be in tomorrow. We'll be talking with the East Grand Forks girls coaches uh, on next week. All right? Um, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait. Hey, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone you'll never miss a show and i tell you what show your support in helping us give grant forks an identity again by donating online at gfbestsource.com and we all know the grand cities are awesome grant forks best source is giving them an identity again